When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This piece of filet mignon. This is the Rich Eisen Show. There's no comeback story for me. I've always been here. I've been living my best life. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. Mike Tomlin's a national treasure, folks. National treasure. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Jets cornerback, Sauce Gardner. Co-founder of Merging Vets and Players, Nate Boyer. Celtics point guard, Marcus Smart. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live here on the Roku channel and this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate coast to coast. Also, we say hello to those listening on the Odyssey app. Everyone who's been uh, calling our call screener, Adam, in the back saying, when are you getting on Sirius XM? It's coming, I promise you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just around the corner. We've been champing at the bit as well. Uh, but we're thrilled to hear be uh, be here for you uh, on this Wednesday, uh, getting ready for the Week Two kickoff tomorrow night between the Chargers and the Chiefs. A highly anticipated game, certainly in the world of uh, Prime Video. Everyone on Amazon for that. And uh, this is day three for us uh, on the Roku channel. And I started the uh, the uh, the show off Monday by asking a question: If uh, Roku adds ten pounds. Uh, the answer is yes. They sent us bagels for breakfast today. And, we, uh, and they were delicious. Uh, they were phenomenal. They were so uh, you'll have to excuse me if I've got a, uh, if I've got a poppy seed uh, in a... Uh, nice. In a, in a, yeah, I'm good, right? Am I good? You're good, Rich. Okay. I think. Got I it. Very good. Uh, anyway, hey. Like Welcome to our program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you? Hey, Rich. What's up, man? I'm uh, I'm good. DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Good to see you, Mike Del Tufo. Good morning, Rich. How are you? Have you lit the candle, TJ Jefferson? Have I, you lit the candle? The candle's lit. Okay. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Uh, no. What does it mean? We're going to have a great show. Hey! hey. Well, if any day ends in Y, it does. Uh, I like very, the good. Cowboys happens, have a quarterback yet? Did I yeah. Miss no, that? It's Cooper searching. Rush. It's Cooper Rush. It's Cooper. Cooper. It's Cooper Rush. I don't think we can call him Look, a Manning. Cooper Cupper, Rush, yes. Cooper Rush versus Joe Burrow. Look, all I'm going to say is this. I don't by, the way, by the way, a division winner from last year is going to be 0-2. That's true. That's true. And, I feel bad for the Bengals. And, and then there's another game later on. There's another game. Two, play, two playoff teams, uh, wildcard teams, playing each other for, for, uh, for trying to avoid 0-2 in Arizona and Vegas. You know, there's a lot at stake, bro. Yes, there is. You don't want to go 0-2 in the NFL. So that's my way to set up your whatever, how you were going to follow up his trolling well, of you out of nowhere. It wasn't even going to troll. It was, it was a legitimate question because we're all, like, consumed with this. Brockman, is it too early to have the Arch Manning watch clock on yet? No. For uh, Dallas? No. For, for, for anyone, really, but sure. No, for Dallas. Oh, oh, good Lord. No. Yes, it is too early for them. Is early. it too early for him to have the uh, Celtics clock on for him as a Patriot fan? I think so. You know, he, I think he, so too. He he got caught up in his feelings the other day. He he knows that. He knows he's got the goat of all coaches. 
you know, he had to get some stuff off his chest, but I believe he's calmed down enough to realize that he was a little wrong. I said that. I asked that to set up the fact Marcus Smart, or as Mark Jackson would call him, Marcus Smart. Marcus. He does have. Marcus Smart. He does have three. the greatest Boston sports name ever because he has two R's in his name. <laughs> Marcus. That you can just, you know, bypass with an AH. Mar- Marcus Smart. It's the greatest <laughs> Boston sports name ever. I never thought about it's that. It's incredible. <laughs> I loved it when we drafted him. I love him more every single day. Can't wait to hear from Defensive him. Defensive player of the year in the NBA for a Celtics team that went from uh, seemingly uh, being torn apart at the seams by themselves, needing all sorts of player player meetings in uh, December. Uh, and then the calendar turns, they ripped off so many different ways to win, and then they damn near won the whole thing. So Marcus Smart will be joining us. And uh, I definitely want to ask him when he joins us in hour number three how – that uh, piece of news that Kevin Durant was on the Celtics radar screen right. with Jalen Brown going back, how that landed in his world and also his locker room. Uh, he'll join us in hour number three. Our friend Nate Boyer will be on in hour number two. The uh, movie version of Merging Vets and Players, the organization he co-founded with Jay Glazer to make sure that veterans returning home from the theater of war and in Jay Glazer's world, athletes that are leaving the world of athletics both subsets of very um, highly trained and also very um, uh, competitive individuals and and humans, uh, both of them together working out how they can find the next step in their lives successfully, Merging Vets and Players, uh, is now a movie, MVP. And Nate Boyer acts in it. He directed it. Sylvester Stallone is atop the... Movie poster. He's an executive awesome. producer, and Jay Glazer's in it, and the whole Glaze world is in it. Uh, if you blink, you uh, you might miss me. Oh. Although I don't know, I'm I'm at the very end of the movie. We shot it a couple of years ago, so if you see it, you'll see the old NFL Network side of the movie. Anyway, uh, that uh, it premieres in theaters across the United States tonight. Nate Boyer is here to celebrate that and talk about that awesome uh, organization and Sauce Gardner. Sauce. He's not the reason why the Jets are on one, um, but he is a reason why, as you know, I'm very excited about the Jets and seeing what they can do as long as uh, Zach Wilson can stay upright. Uh, he will be joining us in about 15 minutes' time, courtesy of uh, his uh, friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. He's got to deal he with knows. them. And there's a very unique uh, trading card that's out there based on on uh, his nickname. Oh, you don't say? Yes, yeah, that, that's right. So you might be in on that. I don't. I don't know if it's going to build you the same house that Arch Manning's cards in your world is going to build you. It a might. House. It might. Maybe the, the summer rental. You know. You know what? I'm, <laughs> uh, here, here's how we're going to start this program uh, today. I haven't done this in eight in in the eight years, right? I haven't done this at all. And uh, normally, I don't. I, I I I don't get the sense of why people do this, but I think people like lists. And they like rankings and they think that it's a source of uh, argument. And um, I can attest. I am going to dip my toe in this pool to see if how this works. The bubbles tickle. Here it goes. NFL Films Music. The first ever. Oh, power rankings. History. You've been I'm coming over to the dark side. Welcome to the party, (laughs) The rankings, the rankings themselves, you can feel, you will feel the energy. I love it. The power from the rankings themselves, I think will fuel, will just fuel the debate. 
After just one week of NFL action, after just four quarters for all 32 teams of action. It's going to feel so good, I've come up with the top 10 teams in the NFL based yes. on what I've seen. Huzzah! Based on what I'm seeing. That's the way I'm going to rank them. Let's with your own go. two eyes? I know there's different ways to rank them. All types right, of I, ranks. I, 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 <laughs> Let's pro- go! I procrastinated long enough. Let's I'm go. finally going to do it. Here's 10 through 6. Put it Don't on the screen. I'm not. I can't quit the Raiders. Oh, come on! I can't quit the Raiders. Are you serious? I can't quit the Raiders nor the Packers. I can't quit them. The Raiders are ten and the Packers are nine. The Ravens are eight. The Dolphins are seven. The Rams are six. Keep it on the screen. I'll just give it to you. Yeah, talk it out. Talk. I'm going to talk it out here. Talk it out. Come on now. Did you see Carter Devontae Adams? Did you see it? Did you see Carter? I saw it. Darren Waller, it. did you see Carr to Hunter Renfro? Not really. Not that. That was the yeah, problem. As long as they, <laughs> as long as they can see to it that we give Derek Carr a little bit more of protection, and Derek can get the ball out faster. How many times I was just sitting there thinking, what's he holding on to it? I thought the McDaniel's offense is like Brady. See it, throw it, go, let's go. But I think Devontae Adams and the Raiders are still one of the best offenses in the league, and and I'm st- I'm not quitting the Raiders yet. I can't. You I can't, won't. Rich. And I think they're going to boat race Arizona, too. I think that's going to be a, a game that they win handily this Sunday. And then there's the Packers. Uh, I, I, Lazard's not going to be out forever. They're still 12. I love their defense. More often than not, the Packers are going to win football games this year. They're ninth on my list. The Ravens, as I called them yesterday, sneakiest good passing attack in the NFL. Lamar hasn't even started running yet. And J.K. Dobbins wasn't even running at all. Gus Edwards will be coming back soon. I like their defense. I like the Ravens. And I'm putting the Dolphins seven. I'm putting the Dolphins at seven because I, I like the offense, man. And the defense was balling out. They put points in the end zone. On they beat up Mac Jones, they beat up the Patriots. That thing shouldn't have been as close. And again, the reason why everyone's pointing at Tua, saying Tua is just you know flipping it out there eight yards and letting his guys run the rest. Well, that works. That works. I'm putting the Dolphins seven. I can't believe I'm having the Dolphins that high after the first week, but that's where I'm going. And then the Rams, they're your world champs. I I'm not quitting on them either. They still have one of the best rosters in the NFL. They just went up against the best team in the NFL. And, you know, they didn't play a lot of guys in the preseason, and I think it showed. And I, I believe there's still that team that can win the NFC West, obviously, and then win the entire conference. I think they're still out there. All right, Mike. Turn down the music a little bit here. Thank you very much. He's into it, too. You feel the power. I think the I, music I felt the power excited. right there. Okay, here we go. Feel the power. Here we go. Here's your top five. <laughs> one by one. Speaking of power, number five on the list are your Los Angeles Chargers. Hey. Ah, I like it. I'm putting them there. Number five on your list are the Los Angeles Chargers. Then I'm going Vikes, Bucks, Chiefs, Bills. <laughs> All right. The Chargers are fifth on the list. I dig them because Khalil Mack showed up and Derwin James has been paid and he is healthy. And that defense is no joke. Concerned about Keenan Allen's health, obviously moving forward, but they've got an MVP candidate and a quarterback. And as long as they don't do Chargers things, you know, as long as Brandon Staley can keep the fourth down attempts to just two a game as opposed to six, I I like them. I'm taking the Vikings fourth. They, they they may just have the offensive player of the year in Justin Jefferson. 
Dalvin Cook, who is on tomorrow's program, still a top five wide uh, running back in this league. Kirk Cousins has been unlocked, maybe, by Kevin O'Connell. He brings in that McVay-Shanahan system that's been built for Kirk Cousins. He's the prototypical quarterback for it. And the defenses with Big Z and Harrison Smith picking off Aaron Rodgers showed me. That's a, that's, a, that's a very complete team that Minnesota put out there in week one, but in my mind, not as complete as the Bucs because there's TB12, man. I like what the Bucs looked like. I like the way that they looked. I liked seeing Todd Bowles and his calm, cool demeanor out there on the sideline and just sitting back and letting TB12 sling it around. And Julio freaking Jones, man. Man, Julio down by the speed. Julio Jones is running jet sweeps. He's running 20 miles an hour. And he is amazing. <laughs> he's fast, fast. And I know Godwin, Godwin got hurt, but here comes Julio Jones. Maybe he and Evans, like, good luck. Yeah. That's like the... That's like the all 2010s AF, NFC South team right there. The, you might say the best receivers in the NFC South and in the teens. You might go Evans and and Julio Jones. Um, you know, and then I have the Bills one because of that, the way they looked. And bring me back on camera for the Chiefs, will you please? All right, Eric, this is for you. You turn it down. You turn it off. Eric Stone Street and Chiefs Nation and everyone else, this one's for you. I had the Raiders to win the division, and I got to stick to it because I talked about it way since March. And I did kind of cover the tracks a little bit. Chiefs Nation kind of didn't hear it, maybe. Because they can't hear it over the, I think the Raiders are winning the division. You don't have to keep No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't have to. Hold on. I have to, mm. TJ. I have to. Um... And I did kind of cover my tracks a little bit by saying the Chiefs offense not only is going to be okay, but it could be better. Could be better because Tyreek Hill, sure, he's top notch. But now if you've got five, six weapons you have to take care of, and one of them still Travis Kelsey, and one of them is now a healthy Clyde Edwards-Elair, and the rest of that running back core, I mean, they got four of them there. Okay, They got four of them. They got McKinnon. They got... Ronald Jones, and they got this kid, Isaiah Pacheco, out of Rutgers. And they got Juju Smith-Schuster, and they got Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and they got Miko Hardman, and they got Justin Watson, and they got Andy Reid, and they still have, for some reason, Eric Bieniemy as their coordinator because no one else has hired him in the NFL. The stat of the weekend, 66 Offensive snaps, 33 first downs. Did you see that, Chris? I did. Let me make sure I saw that properly, that there is no typo on all of that. Stat of the weekend, the hit rate for the Kansas City Chiefs, 66 offensive plays, 33 first downs. We do the math for you here. That's what RES Consulting does. That's 50% of snaps. Half. That's not a strong suit, though. Admittedly. They snap the ball half. 66 times. Half the time they got a first down on it. You want to chalk that up to Arizona's defense? I, I don't think they're that bad. But that said, the Bills are still my team to win the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking to it. And that Bills-Chiefs game that is coming up on the schedule, you can circle it right here and right now. The Buffalo Bills are taking on... The Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Week 6. In Arrowhead. Circle it. Circle it. 
And you look at Buffalo, can they go into that game undefeated? They got a Monday nighter at home against Tennessee. They're at Miami, at Baltimore, home for Pittsburgh, at Kansas City. And then Kansas City comes home, as you know, on Thursday night. That's a tough one against the Chargers. Then they're at Indianapolis, at Tampa, home for Vegas on a Monday night. I have a feeling I need to unplug my phone to make sure Stone Street doesn't call me that night. And then uh, there's that Buffalo game. And I don't know, um, you know, I don't know how my power rankings are going to change at the top very much, but who knows? That's why they're power rankings. There are many like them, but this one is mine, to use the full metal jacket phrase. So I just wanted to say the Kansas City Chiefs are two, and um, I didn't think they'd be sitting up there at two, but they they are definitely, in my mind, two. And it will be maybe a coin flip when the AFC Championship game hits, but obviously that's about 20 weeks from now. What say you? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Chris Brockman and TJ Jefferson on our YouTube page. You're going to have your power rankings. You're going to shoot that for our YouTube page. That's going to be posted later on. You've got your MVP rankings later on in hour number three. Correct. We will hit that uh, as um, uh, it sounded like uh, the Denver Broncos' new head coach called for a mulligan. <laughs> At least that's what the headlines say. But listen to the soundbite, and I don't think that <laughs> is what Nathaniel over. Hackett said yesterday. Does he know how it works? <laughs> I don't think that is what he said yesterday after he went off the air. I think he still thought it was the right move. But we'll talk about that in hour number three on this program. And yes, we will say a special hello to our friends in Cleveland who uh, have choice words to say about us over their elf. <laughs> yes over their elf we will not shelf that conversation that's coming up right after we talk to sauce gardener prior to which we didn't play the robert sala receipts soundbite we haven't that will be coming up next and with you 844-204-RICH number to dial if you're listening to us coast to coast on odyssey terrestrial radio or watching us on the roku channel give us a ring 844-204-RICH Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial here on the program. Got my new Roku mug right here. You mean we got our new Roku mug? That's right. You got one. Hold it up. How does it look for you? I mean, you got to tell me. Take a sip. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Pinky out real quick. There we go. There we go. TJ Jefferson. Oh, peaking's extended. Oh, careful. Let's not slurp. Come on. Let's not slurp. Come on. Come on. Come on. Your mother's watching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brockman was second rate over here. <laughs> Brockman doesn't drink coffee. You, but you don't, you don't, I'm a Yeti guy. But you're not. I know you're a Yeti guy. But you don't. You don't drink mug. I've never seen no, you I drink, drink a mug. I drink you coffee. To, you, you, uh, you can't have no, like likes, something that's easily uh, poppable no, over over no, there. Exactly. If here, I had a mug here, that'd be. Bad. You know, I spilled it. I spilled all over the set in Miami yeah. at the Super Bowl, and yeah, Joe Burrow watched it. Didn't even lift a finger while I watched it clean up in front of him. Liquids around what I'm doing are bad. Joe Burrow was cool under pressure. Joe Burrow was cool. Just watch me. Spilled everywhere. He had white sneakers. Sneakers on. He's like, I'm oh like, oh my audio God. Costs what a mess. Do well together. What a mess. So, um, look. Right, Thanks for sitting through I've, all that, I've, by the way. Look, I have, and this is Sauce Gardner is about to call in. I have seen them all as a Jet fan. I've seen them all. My first Jet head coach I can remember was Walt Michaels. May he rest in peace in the 70s. He was Richard Todd's head coach. I always remember he. He, whenever it was cold, he wore these big, huge gloves on. They looked like oven mitts. <laughs> oven okay. Mitts. And then, you know, that, 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 and then it went to Joe Walton. Yeah. Okay. Michael's was, was 77 to yeah. 82. And then, and then uh, Joe, Wal- Joe Walton showed up, right? Yep. And then 80. he was, and then that was the chance of Joe must go. 83 when they, to 89. All right. Joe must go. Made the playoffs a couple times. Right. Right. And then uh, was that a Coslet? Was that the Coslet era that began? Yeah. We, we, had, we had to go get the offensive coordinator that Boomer Esiason had when he was winning, you know, hopefully for the going to winning championships for the Bengals. Yeah, so Coslet did uh, did four AFC years, title, yeah, ninety did, to ninety three. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then, then and then oh. the Jets got co tidy bad. And you forgot the one year of Pete Carroll. Oh, yeah. Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll, that's right, Pete. That's right. The Jets Pete actually the, the Jets actually saw what the rest yeah. of the league now sees, which is you know a guy he he acts like a child, but he is a man child when it comes to you know coaching. The Jets gave him a. A one and done. 90, because I had, had, had to bounce him for Rich. Yeah, how to get how to get yeah. how to get some coat tight. Pete went six and ten. They're like, no, that's not good. <laughs> Let's go three and thirteen, and then year. one and fifteen. <laughs> Parcells then came Parcells. in and, 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 and got things sorted until the Jets got sold, and then he's like, I'm out, and Belichick's like, okay, I got I got my little cocktail napkin where I was going to be in, but then I'm out, and then. Little Al Grow situation. Al, Al Grow. Yeah, yeah. So they had fifty three flashlights, right? That's what they said. He was talking about, you know. Al Grow. You know, he got. The, uh, he was good. Nine and seven. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's good for the Jets. Herm came in to start playing to win the game, and Herm did oh, great. We yes, Herm, did. Herm made the playoffs three out of five. Years. Herm with, uh, with Chad great. Pennington. It was good. Yep. His oh, press yeah. conferences were epic. And then uh, Rex came in, and he wasn't going to kiss oh, anybody's rings. Rich. But in between. In between, well, the man genius. <laughs> <laughs> was it? A, was it an episode of Sopranos? Yes, 
Yep, they man were the genius. Restaurant. Yeah, the man genius came in. That was the the uh, ill-fated <laughs> Favre Spygate era. Yeah. Rex Ryan and then Todd Bowles. And now, again, I laughed out loud when Tarico said he, on the broadcast, he spent four years with the Jets and learned many lessons. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of lessons to be learned. Certainly when you get bounced for Adam Gase. Now here comes Robert Sala, and he's already, you know, he's, he's, he's like this. He's so calm, cool, and collected, but he's already feeling the the sense of dread that we Jet fans have and everybody just keeps on saying same old Jets, same old Jets, same old Jets. This is his version of the you play to win the game speech. And it's uh, it's very solid like It's very, very just chill until the very end where he kind of showed his fangs a little bit. Hit it. It's really hard to explain. You just feel the team getting faster and faster and faster. And you're going to see it on on on. Tape you're, as you're watching TV is going like, damn, these guys are flying around and they're making plays and they're talking smack and it's you know like it's like the first half of the game. The, when you look at the defensive side, uh, just the first half of the game and even the offense, the way it was moving the ball, but it just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. Like when those those little errors that the offense was was having in the first half stop happening, it's going to be explosive. And then it carries on to the second half. You're, you're just going to feel it. Uh, and, and in a way, it, it does just click where you're just stacking up day after day after day. And um, and it's really, really cool when it does happen because it, it just absolutely pops off the tape. And uh, and I know it's going to happen. And I'm and I'm taking we're, we're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and, and say that we ain't going to do anything. I'm taking receipts and I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of you all when it's all said and done. Here's the the usual with the culture changers that come into the Jets country is um, is we as the fan base it's just you know the slow boil has been uh, fifty plus years now. It's been I'm fifty three old man. I was an embryo when Joe Namath was there. Okay, and so I'm I'm I I'm speaking for Jets fans where the boil is is so slow. And the players are definitely faster. You could see that. That is true. That is true. The issue is, is there's been, I just gave you the 50 plus years. So there's a lot of impatience. I am not one of those, as you know, that has been critical saying it's not going to happen. I really like a lot of the changes that Joe Douglas has, has, has instituted and that Sala does appear to have the ability to execute. Quarterback's got to stay healthy. And when he doesn't stay healthy and he's the only week one starter that's not out there because he's not healthy of any of the 32 teams, we feel like we're still getting kicked in the nards by the football gods. So there's a different set of receipts. So I I hope Coach Sala understands that where that's coming from from the fan base. I think he does. But he's right. If there's anybody out there who says the same old Jets, they have no shot to do this. Stand by. Get we're about to talk to Sauce Gardner. And he knows none of what I'm talking about from the previous years. He doesn't know the difference between Walt Michaels and Joe Walton either. I do, though. And he's on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line right now. He is none other than one of the best defenders to come out of collegiate football in, in a while. Certainly out of Cincinnati. And he and the Jets are going to take on the Browns and Brownie the Elf on uh, on Sunday in week number two, 
Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, courtesy of Buffalo Wild Wings, is none other than Sauce Gardner. How are you doing, Sauce? I'm doing very well, man. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Let's just jump right into it. What, what was it like, your first uh, NFL game for you, Sauce? And it, it was a blessing, man, just being able to fly around on the field with the defense, with my teammates. You know, it was everything that I thought it would be, man. And and I found it also quite moving um, on 9-11 that the first person out of the tunnel with the American flag was you with the number one jersey on. Um, was that planned? Did you know that you were going to be leading that charge, Sauce Gardner? Uh, I actually didn't. You know, uh, it's just something that just naturally happened. I think it was the jersey number thing. Okay. But I'm not sure. What was that like for you to introduce yourself in a way um, on such an emotional day at a big moment um, coming out of the tunnel like that in the NFL? That day, that day meant a lot to me. You know, I was actually born in 2001, uh, so I wasn't able to Mm -hmm. be be really like alive for that long when it happened. But I just know a lot of my coaches were talking about it and talking about like what they were doing, you know, when that all happened. So I wasn't just playing for it like my family, you know, and my loved ones. You know, I was playing for for America. I was playing for the things, the tra- tragic things that happened uh, on the day of 9-11, 2001. So, <laughs> yeah, and it was quite a day, no question about it. And then, uh, and then the football began to be played. There's always a conversation that the speed of the game is something that a rookie in the NFL does not expect. How was it to you with obviously needing to keep an eye on Lamar Jackson and Whoever else came out of the backfield your way, sauce. Awesome. Um, the speed the speed wasn't too too different. Uh, the main thing it was it was it was extremely loud. You know when we were on defense, so I was having to make sure I came in the huddle a little bit more to get the call. You know that was just the main thing. You know the environment. And then the game uh, was played, and uh, the Jets, as we all know, did not come up with the win. Your your coach, Robert Sala, was talking about the speed of the team and how you can notice a difference in how things are going to click in when he was asked on uh, Monday about uh, when the Jets might start turning a corner. And he said that he's got receipts of anybody who thinks it's not going to happen. Have you seen those receipts, Sauce Gardner? Have you seen them? Honestly, man, I, I know we have the guys. I know we have the talent. You know, it's just a matter of time to to when it when it happens. You know, um, you know, we were down. We just got to make sure we stay in the game. You know, and keep executing. No, I, I I just kind of I guess referencing your coach using words I've never really heard Robert Sala say is that he's keeping receipts on those who are doubting the New York Jets. Um, are you doing the same, Sauce Gardner? I try not not to pay too much attention, but, you know, those things have popped up in the team meetings, you know, and uh, I'm aware of of a lot of them. What do you mean they popped up in team meetings? What do you got? Uh, Like the receipts, stuff that people say about the Jets organization, you know, uh, in the team. Like, are are you seeing video or you're seeing, like, headlines? What are you you actually? It's just like, it's just little social media stuff. It ain't no big deal. Like tweets and stuff like that. It's not videos. Small, small little thing. And this is in team, full-on team meetings or just defensive meetings? Where, where, where were we seeing those? I can't remember. I don't remember if it was team or a defensive meeting. It was one of the meetings that popped up, man. You know, we 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 go, we know we know what we got to do, man. And it's gonna happen real, real soon. Well, that's what I was referring to the last time we spoke, Sauce Gardner. Before you got drafted, is I, you know, I was pounding the table for you, as you know. 
I wanted you to be a Jet in the worst way. And, you know, I'm sitting on the set of the NFL Network, and then I heard your name called in Vegas, and I'm like, absolutely, this is what needed to happen. But I asked you beforehand saying, you know, the Jets have a fan base of saying it's the, it's just the same old, same old, and and things happen to the, the team in a way that doesn't seem to befall any other. And Zach Wilson's injury, to be honest, is the latest such example, and asked you how you were going to change the culture around if you go to the Jets. Now you're there. Do you have a conversation with Garrett Wilson and your rest of your draft class about this very subject matter? Sauce Gardner. Yeah, we we know we know we got to change the culture. You know, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say the Jets they're they're used to um, losing, but we just got to change the culture, man. We get we have the guys to win, and we have to do whatever it takes. Like I'm I'm used to leading by example, but that's on me me as well. I got to be more vocal. You know, I got to do whatever it takes so that way we can turn around fast. Because you know, luckily that's just one game. That was the first game of the season. You know, we could turn it around. Fast. And now you're going back to uh, the state where you played your uh, your college football. Um, you're going back to Ohio. It's Cleveland. Uh, are you going to have any yeah. any any uh, any fans, friends, anybody that you're you're hosting at this game, Sauce Garden? Uh, uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay, still early. I know my boy, uh, my boy Jerome Ford. He played running back there, though. Okay. All right. Just trying to see if there's any uh, homecoming aspect of it. I know that you know. Obviously, you played in Cincinnati. This is Cleveland. Did you did you know that the uh, the Browns are putting a huge ass elf in the middle of the field? Uh, it's their mascot. You, have you ever played football? I, in... I just seen that on Twitter. Okay. Like, literally before we got on. on have, have you ever played a game with a huge ass elf in the middle of the field before, Sauce Gardner? Has that ever happened for you? Is this going to be a new thing for you? Yeah, it's going to definitely be a new thing. Okay. Do you want to plant a flag on that, like Baker Mayfield? What do you think? What do you like? What do you got for me? Possibly, man. I don't know. You got to wait and see. Okay, let's do that. Well, how's Zach Wilson doing? Anything you could tell me? I know it's injuries, and you're not supposed to talk about injuries outside of the team, but I'm I'm kind of freaking out. So many Jets fans are, too, about how he looks. And I know he was on the sideline. What can you tell me, Sauce Gardner? Um, I, I haven't really seen him too, too much. You know what I'm saying? I just know mm-hmm. he's been putting a lot of work in. You know, he always smiling. You know, that's my guy, man. But, you know, as far as the injury and everything, he, he looking good. I don't know. I don't know uh, like exactly what's going on, but he's looking real good. Okay. Let's get to uh, one of the reasons why you're calling in, other than just to say hello, right? You call in to say hello, right, Sauce Gardner? Definitely. Okay, Definitely. Good. very good. So we go way back to the combine when, you know, you really didn't know I was keeping my eye on you. And now here you are as a New York Jet, and um, you're in a Buffalo Wild Wings partnership, and you are in a B-dubs ad where you said some athletes just get a sneaker, I get a sauce. And now I've got a box here on my desk. It says sauce, sauce. That's what this yeah. is called? It's sauce, sauce is what I've got right here? That's exactly what it is. Okay. What do I have? I'm taking it off right now. Oh, look at this. Look at this box. There you are. There you are. You're looking very, you're looking, oh, what is that? It looks like a, a football trophy back there. Okay. You're looking very happy. Um, yeah. Okay. There it is right there. All right. What do, walk me through what the sauce, what's the sauce taste like? Sauce, sauce. Uh. It's a smoky, sweet, and spicy barbecue. Okay. I'm a huge barbecue guy, mm-hmm. but I also like spicy, spicy food and spicy sauces. So, you know, I just thought it would be perfect to just mix them together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sweet and spicy barbecue. Mm-hmm. And what is and and what is your favorite to put uh, put this on? If you had your choice, what do you got for me? I would say like boneless wings, chicken sandwiches, chicken. So chicken, you don't go. You don't. What do you? What? What else are you going on? I mean, for those who want to branch out, 
What do you got, man? I mean, you could honestly though, you could put it on anything. You want me to be honest? Okay. No, no it's not limited. Please be honest. Please be honest. But I, I just want I, I, I'm going to be honest with you too, man. Um, my kids make fun of me for this. I'm just not a spice guy. I can't. It just lights up my mouth, and I got to drink like a ton of water. I can't handle it. To be honest with you, so. Hey. Too spicy, man. It's just a little, little touch. Just a little touch. So, okay, so there we go. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing they even, got, Chris. Look at this. They even got like this note inside of it right here, where it's, it's like a note from you. Um, from as long as I remember, you gone by sauce. As long as you can remember, your coach called you sauce. Why? Why did you get that nickname of sauce to begin with? Man, I had a lot of reasons. It's a lot of reasons that went into it. You know. Uh, my ability, how I played the game of football. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to love sauce when I was younger. Okay. You know, it's, it's a lot of reasons, man. This card I mean, says it's called because you had saucy sweet feet. Yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. All right. The rest is history. And uh, <laughs> keep it saucy. I know I will. That's the last line of this card that comes in the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, sauce, sauce container. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate Buffalo Wild Wings for that. You know, just because just how I'm bringing the, the sauce to the football field, they bringing it to the food. So, you know, I knew it was it was just a natural combination. You know, between me and them. And by the way, hold on a second. We have trading card collectible people here on this set. T.J. Jefferson, would you? What do you say, T.J. or you, Chris, are the the number one? Uh, um, well, you he, say? He's investing a little more these days. Okay. So we're both pretty into it. Uh, uh, on September 1st, is it true that you, Sauce Gardner, and Buffalo Wild Wings hosted the first ever autograph signing using Sauce? You actually used Sauce to autograph material. That happened. Oh, yeah. No, nah, nah, definitely. You know, that was probably one of the best experiences of my life, man. Just being able to interact with fans and sign autographs and Sauce. <laughs> you know, that was crazy. But wow. I mean, you got to let it dry, right? I mean, you, how does that work? Uh, what? <laughs> what? I mean, it, it was dry. It was drying pretty fast, but but that was that was just crazy, man. It was insane. When I first got there, they had a rookie card for me to sign. Yep. You know, so I I, I signed that. That was the first thing I signed. Uh, they said they were going to auction it on eBay for the Buffalo Wild Wings Foundation, which benefits youth sports. So. That was, that, was, that was phenomenal right there. All right. That is amazing. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and of course, that you used sauce. Sauce for that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. See, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right, sauce. Let's start, let's start winning some football games. What do you say? What do you think? Let's do it. I'm with you on that one, man. Oh, please. I mean, this is it. You and... Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall, just Garrett Wilson. You know, I'm a Michigan guy, so rooting for an Ohio State guy takes him getting used to, but I got used to it real fast this past weekend. Real fast. <laughs> so, okay. Hey, uh, thanks for the time, Sauce Gardner. Really appreciate it. Let's do this more often, even when you're not pitching new sauce. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, we got we to gotta stay in touch, man. Uh, Definitely do. Uh, let's do it. Um, I'm, I'm all the way in. What do you do with your spare time? You living out in Jersey? Is that what you're doing, Sauce? You live yeah, out in- man. I, I'm in Jersey. Uh, I usually, I just um, want to say stream. I stream uh, video games sometimes, like okay. Warzone and 2K. Like, okay. I play video games. That's okay. really it. Do you stream the, the and now you're going to stream the Roku channel because that's what my show's on. What do you think? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And I got your sauce right here. Uh, ne- next time, make it a little bit more sweet than the uh, 
than the spicy. Oh, that's another thing I should, I should ask you before I go. I spoke to Luke Fickle. He finally called you sauce, right? He said he would never nick. He would he would always call you a mod, but never sauce until you got in the NFL and you got drafted. He was there and he called you sauce on the spot. Is that a true story? Yeah. No, that's true. But actually, one of my current teammates called me the name sauce. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was going to happen that soon. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, DJ Mosley. You know. Okay. He was- he been calling me a mod this whole time, but after that game, <laughs> called me soft, man. You're the first person to know that one. So hold on a second. They, they is who, hold on a minute. So is is uh, Salah not calling you sauce? He's calling you. What is he? Oh no, he he called me a mod still. <laughs> okay. Called, and everyone else, everyone is that like rookie hazing? Is that what that is? <laughs> nah, that's not what it is. I mean, you know, it's a lot of people on the team who call me sauce. CJ was just one of the. One of the captains, one of the leaders, who said um, he was gonna call me a mod until I made made a play on on Sunday, on or on on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we went in the facility yesterday. It was the first thing he said to me was sauce, so you know, that was kind of kind of funny right there. Did you then give him the sauce sauce on the spot with your Buffalo Wild Wings box? That's too much, even right now. You're gonna have to. You're just gonna have to yeah, work. That's too much. That's too much. That's gonna... too much right now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta work your way up to that. You got to work your yeah. way up to that. Okay, but I've got it. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to go grill with it this weekend. Thanks very much, Sauce Gardner. You're the man. Congratulations on everything. At I am Sauce Gardner on Twitter. At Sauce Gardner on Instagram. He is now a Buffalo Wild Wings pitch man, and he's got the first ever trading card to be sauced. And that's going to be auctioned on eBay to benefit the Buffalo Wild Wings Foundation. Everybody should check that out on eBay. Thanks for the call, Sauce. You be well. Yes. Sir. Thank you. That's Sauce Gardner right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's be fair and balanced. The Cleveland side of things, and uh, for many in Cleveland, this show has been shelved by the elf. Nice. That's coming up next. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, please don't miss this either. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial on the program. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true, and your business is growing fast. Even more true in our days of uncertainty going on right now. Not every business is in the dark, folks. That's because over 31,000 businesses know their numbers. They use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Visibility and control of your financials, check. Planning, check. Budgeting, yes. And, of course, there's inventory, so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Know your numbers. Know your business. And get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio right now. netsuite.com slash richradio. netsuite.com slash richradio. I'm used to getting slings and arrows from the uh, state of Ohio. Not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. Ain't nothing new. I actually showed up in Canton, Ohio and spoke with my chest in front of 5,000 Buckeye fans sure inside did. of one building, it felt uh-huh. like. Happy you made it out. I, I don't usually, I don't, I don't thrive on the... Um, awkwardness uncomfortable that's not my that's not my lane i don't i don't like being in you the don't swim in those waters no i don't i don't like being booed and hissed and then and then say no no I'll, i'm here for all that stuff of course a 42 to 27 win over ohio state will definitely uh toughen the skin up a little bit uh so so that's the setup to um boy did we hear an earful me personally too i i, I heard from some browns fans by the way you're off. You're way off. Our our poll question uh, did not go in the favor of the general consensus of this room on the very thorny subject. Who knew of Brownie the Elf? Who? Well, it's this it's this monstrously large logo that few people across the country knew even was existing on the planet, let alone associated with the Cleveland Browns organization for let me do the math properly in my head about eighty years. <laughs> And um, Brownie the Elf has been associated with this organization forever and a day. And fans of the Browns know exactly who it is and totally dig him. And the idea that they that, that the Browns have removed the helmet from the middle field logo in Cleveland and put Brownie the Elf on it is a very popular decision. And us saying, who the hell is this elf and what the hell are the Browns thinking is uh, not popular. <laughs> well, not us. That would, in, in I would say all of us you, like that. You, you okay. were like, I kind of dig it. And we're all like, what's your malfunction? Yeah. And uh, even uh, just, just uh, we, we, we all got some grief for it, either text or on Twitter. I'll just uh, show you one example of it that will, I think, suffice to stand for <laughs> all of the grief we got. Mike Del Tufo got somebody who morphed Brownie the Elf, uh, turning his left hand into flipping the bird at him. Yeah. <laughs> you it. got this one, right, Mike? Yes, this was okay. at me. I think that sums up the general response. 
<laughs> so you you know this gentleman? You want to you want to set this up? Who we're talking to? Uh, oh yeah, this is a, a, a good friend of mine, uh, Nathan Zagora. He's the new Browns color commentator, color analyst. Yes. And, uh, he texted me yesterday and he gave me the full description mm-hmm. and everything about about Brownie. So All I right. said, hey. And then I walked into work today and you said. Get him on. Get him on. All right. Joining us, the man who uh, brings the analysis on the Cleveland Browns radio network and so much more, a diehard Brownie, uh, although I, I assume he's bigger than an elf. Joining me here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show for a few minutes, Nathan Segura. How are you doing, Nathan? Rich, it is great to be with you. TJ, thanks for bringing us together here so we can talk about the beloved Brownie the Elf, Rich. And I just want you to know, yes. I just want you to know this. So this was a logo that first appeared for the team in their inaugural year, 1946. So you had that right almost 80 years yes. ago. Uh, it was on a game day program cover against the Miami Seahawks and tickets ads. And so I understand why people aren't outside of Cleveland, aren't as familiar. So go, Art Modell takes over in the 60s and the logo kind of goes away. It comes back in, after 99, and in 2006, it was the Browns' kind of training camp logo. And then in 2020, when the Browns make their wonderful playoff run, Kevin Stefanski was wearing a sweatshirt that was, says the Cleveland Browns equipment staff, and it had that running Brownie the Elf on it. It became the most popular item of clothing in this city. Nobody could get it, but I am told, Rich, J.W. Johnson, our owner and executive vice president, told me he will be happy to send you a brownie oh. hoodie. Just give me the size, and, and we'll get you hooked up in this hot, hip Cleveland gear here. And I, I truly appreciate that. Um, I, I'm sure I can give it to a Brown fan because, what's the phrase? Uh, I wouldn't be caught dead in it. But, um, no, I'm just having fun with it. No, I, I look, in, in all honesty, um, I, I know it's beloved, but really, midfield? For the whole country to see? I mean, like, out of, you know, really? Is that what we're doing here? We're doing so here's what happened, Rich. So for the last few years, there's been nothing at midfield for the Browns. And you were talking about when the helmet was there, and that yeah, yeah. had been traditionally what was at midfield. So this year, we decided, hey, we're going to put something back at midfield. And our, you know, our head of marketing, Brent Rossi, JW, they came up with an idea that there was going to be four options presented to our fans and decided by our fans. So there were four field options that were presented. One had, two of them had the helmet at, at the midfield. One had the traditional Brownie the Elf where he's kind of standing there with his hands on his hips. And then one had this running Brownie the Elf, which was, I said became popular on Stefanski's hoodie. And nearly 100,000 votes later, this is what was chosen. So oh. this is the voice of the Cleveland Browns fan. They have selected Brownie the Elf to be at the 50-yard line. And as you said so eloquently yesterday yes, when I am calling games, yes, I will be looking down at that big old elf <laughs> and hopefully looking at some Browns victories as well. Well, not to correct you, I said big-ass elf is what I said. <laughs> well, I was trying to keep it clean. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nathan. I'm, I guess I just uh, have the potty mouth when it comes to all that right here. Uh, as, as, we're, as we're nearing the end of hour number one uh, right here on on the Rich Eisen Show, Nate Boyer, no relation to Nate Segura, is going to be joining us in studio to talk MVP in hour number two. Still here on Roku for about another minute and a half. So, Nathan, you're saying this is a fan vote? The fans say yes, let's put that on there. So they're, they're only following the will of the fans. Is what you're saying. That's right. And the Browns fans, as you know, some of the best in the world. They are undefeated. They've been with us through thick course, and thin. I know that. And unfortunately, too much thin at times. But yes, yes, this is their will. They said, get Brownie the Elf at the 50. <laughs> we have heard it. It is happening. And that'll be the home opener against Sauce, your previous guest, and the yes. Jets this Sunday. Okay. So Art Modell de-elfed the Browns and right. then de-Browns to Cleveland. And then Randy Lerner put the elf back in, and then uh, Stefanski put the elf on his chest, and now suddenly he's at midfield because the fans want it. And we stepped in saying, who the hell is this elf, and we hate it. And that's why there's a lot of scorn being sent in our direction from the state of Ohio. 
Is that summing all up? I would say you summed it up perfectly. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Have have a great broadcast. We'll have you on throughout the season. And I I will take – you know, I, I will take one of those for sure. What size you need, Rich? Uh, large. Large? You large. got it. Yeah, thank you so much, Nathan. Very right, you. There you go. I'll take one. All right, Nate. If the Browns are offering, if it's free, it's me. Of course. All right, send me three. And we stroll in. We're like, we hate it. And the fans are like, we love it. And then the fans are like, yeah, look who's going to be in the middle of the field. It's Brown and the Elf. And then we're like, we hate like, it. That looks stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, we want it. <laughs> tried to tell you guys. I tried to tell you. Our bad? Yeah. <laughs> Our bad? It's still the worst. It's still, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still the worst. What are we doing? If bad. they lose to There's the no Jets on Sunday, the elf is gone. gone. <laughs> See ya. Rip it up. <laughs> See ya. Hour two coming up on the show. <laughs>